What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of Dusty Dimes. Today we have an awesome guest. Uh, we have on the bench, Ollie and Jacob. What's going on, boys? Hey, boys. Thanks for having us. We really appreciate it. Right, Jacob? Yeah. Tell That's them. right. Yeah, thanks for having us, boys. Super stoked. Nah, it's awesome. Thanks, guys, for coming. So, boys, I think everyone wants to know, how did on the bench start? Uh, well, it was, you know, kind of by accident. Um, we obviously, me and Jacob used to do this stuff long before. Uh, unfortunately, someone actually got a hold of our private training tapes and they were, <laughs> they were leaked on YouTube. So we kind of had no, Jacob went to word like no, like no choice, but to, uh, yeah, no choice, but to put them out on so the world could see them boys. Oh, for sure. I mean, we watched plenty of your tapes and I think another real question is, can you really take Biz on one on one? I mean, I mean, you guys think you can take him in a Tilly? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a easy scrap for us. Uh, I mean, Biz obviously he played in the show, but we teach the show. So <laughs> that's a big difference of uh, being a learner or a teacher. And obviously, we can send a few folded fives to his booger bag, and he's down for the count easily. And obviously, it's not a good trade off for us. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. 100%. Now, Oli, what type of player would you describe yourself as? Garbage man. No. So for me, boys, I kind of base my game like a little bit of mix with like Johnny Gaudreau speed stick handling with kind of like a Crosby strength. So I'm like an all around sniper slash playmaker with a little bit of grit and oh. uh, mm-hmm. like maybe like mix a little bit of Dalton Prout. <laughs> okay. All right. Absolutely, though. But like, so just, so just an absolute weapon, boys. Just an like absolute. You're, you're all around utility player, so any team in the show is willing to pick you up. Yeah, like I'm like a like I'm a guaranteed first rounder, or sorry, not for well, yeah, first rounder, but also first liner too. I, I think the Leafs are looking for a guy since Kadri is officially out for the playoffs, or at least first round. So, yeah, well, I'm always off. available. So now I'm, I'm ready to go. Jacob, would you consider yourself one of the better fighters to show up to an NHL event? Yeah, obviously, like, I know what it takes to drop the mitts and send some folded fives around. Um, so, I absolutely, I'm not the biggest guy, but I'm the, the strongest. Yeah, I'm the strongest, but, um, yeah, I'm a wily guy. You know, I don't give up, and I'm not smart enough to stop when I need to. So, I just keep fighting, and obviously, it's no match for me to just uh, get in close and just throw some sledgehammers around. Oh, absolutely. You have to nowadays, man. But I know oh, you you played a little bit in the Bangladesh League, correct? Uh, I did, yeah. I I played seven years pro there. I was drafted at a pretty young age. Oh, oh, drafted, man. your parents gave you away. <laughs> <laughs> I was drafted. You were given away. Boys, I had, a tough, I had a tough decision to make when I was around seven or eight years old. It was either kind of go to school or make the make the jump to go play in Bangladesh, and obviously I just packed my bags and I went out there because schools, you know, not it's not, not for winners. Me. Yeah, it's not for winners in reality. I mean, my I mean, my biggest thing too is for you guys. Who who would you say in your eyes is probably the biggest beauty in the league and kind of the biggest plug? Ooh, that's tough. Tough, tough one, boys. I'm gonna toss uh, biggest plug. Uh, I know he's retired now, but I'm gonna give that one away to Bexa. Okay. Yeah. Um, and that's just based on, like, he sent us a DM. He was fanning out, and then we didn't reply for a couple of days by accident. He just, like, 
he got pretty salty. Yeah, he's getting salty and he started chirping us. So, and like we apologized and, uh, you know, it was just, he just got lost in the DMs. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. me, boys, I'm going to go biggest beauty. Uh, I got a pretty extensive list. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the boys are dope. Uh, Brock Besser, he's a pretty big beauty. I was, was going to say too. Um, Johnny's a pretty big beauty. I don't know. You guys have obviously heard of Teddy Purcell, right? Yep. Of course. He's, yeah. he's an absolute beauty, boys. Teddy's a weapon in all aspects. <laughs> uh, biggest plug, you know, I'm going to have to go with probably Bieksa too. Like, or maybe Ryan Kessler. <laughs> he's he's out with he's getting hip replacement surgery at 34. What about Drew Daddy? Would you consider him a plug or would you consider him a beauty? Uh, he's a beauty. He's a beauty because I don't think he's smart enough to be a plug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so there's there's useful plugs, boys. So yeah, so it's kind of one of those things too where. where Everyone kind of has, like, their, I wouldn't say most hated player, but a player that they don't like in a sense. Um, for you guys, who would probably be have to – or who would have to be – I wouldn't say your most hated player, but the player that you're not the most fan of, I should say. Was this in our playing days or current? Uh, playing days. Uh, for me, obviously, it was Jacob. Um, we met way back in the day when we used to play against each other. Uh Jacob was probably the most hated guy in the entire league. It's because I could dangle, snipe, and absolutely dust everybody out there. No, because as soon as he touched the sheep, boys, he'd go after knees. He would target numbies. He was just – he was he was a rhino, boys, essentially. Yeah, I'm the original Fundy contributor. <laughs> but <laughs> would you guys – I mean, Ollie, would you consider yourself a solid tipper? I mean, if you think you're pretty sick at it, what kind of drills would you do to tell fans to try to get on your level? He loves the tip. <laughs> <That's what> I... <laughs> um, uh, for me, boys, <laughs> that was a loaded question. Um, <laughs> just a tip. Sorry, Sorry that's fucking boy. <laughs> Oh, okay. what, 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 what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> would you consider yourself a solid tipper in front of the net? And if so, what kind of drills would you give uh, a couple of our fans listening to get on uh, your level? Yeah, I'm an absolutely greasy tipper. I don't know if you saw our last or a couple of vids ago, we did some tips. Uh, my key is kind of just get in front of the puck, boys. Like, if, if, if you're tipping from the side, like with your shoulder turned to the 10 that's obviously going to be a bit, a bit harder. You want to make direct eye contact with, with the puck. And then you want to just, you know, I'm more of a tip up guy. Like tipping down is like anyone can tip, tip the puck down. Right, boys? So I'm more of a tip up guy. Jacob? Oh. Jacob doesn't tip because. Yeah, I play defense. So I just send the cannons from the bluey. Hey, I mean, listen, if you ever give me advice, I'm a shitty defenseman, so anything could help. But uh, my biggest my biggest thing with you guys, too, what what makes you, like, how do I say this? What makes you love what you do? Uh, probably seeing the league get a lot better since we came into it. I mean, if you look, if we're going to compare playoffs, or sorry, plots from this year to last year, Look at the amount of scrums and the suspensions that have already occurred, and that 
wasn't there before we started. Like, there's maybe one or two, and now. I put them in the fridge. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I know for you, Jacob, you're a little you're a little rattled since uh, NHL 19, or let me say Chell 19. You were on the cover. I think that you have an opportunity for Chell 2020. Yeah, no, I thought we were like a shoe in for Chell 19. Um, I don't know why you put a dust bag like Subban on the cover like that. Um, maybe they're just they're just wanted the color yellow on the cover so it was the only one that made sense but i think 2020 like it's a sure thing that you got the bench edition um, absolutely absolutely and i i mean we have the best sellies the best hits the best shots in the game the best snizzes best top corns best rips, speed tickle twines best strength absolute weapons best looks best flow best flow for sure best muzzies best chin curtains oh god i don't know i Put it this way. Now, what do you say if a team doesn't want you? I mean, is there an option? Do you basically tell them, no, like, you have to take me? We're used to everyone being intimidated by us, and that's why we, like, really haven't broke the league yet because people are too scared. And it's like, I'm pretty sure Batman said that no one's allowed to pick us up because it's an unfair advantage. Plus, and, we'll obliterate the cap hit. And listen, boys, if the kids out there who are listening to this, if you're trying out for a team and – for some reason, the coach says no. He doesn't want you on the team for tryouts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jacob just broke his stick, boys, taking a slap shot with a mini stick. <laughs> he almost broke the TV. Anyways, but uh, if your coach says no, boys, you just want to show up to Pracky the next day. Even if coach doesn't want you there, you just want to get on the ice and you want to show him your speed. You know, the key for us is – in tryouts, boys, you want to, you know, you want to be physical. You want to target the best player. You want to take him out so he's gone, so you're up next. <laughs> so it's like funnies like that, boys. You just want to, you know, really focus on. Absolutely. I think that's the best advice you can give to probably our younger kids. And I know the one video I watched you guys uh, basically to give a hit, you have to, now nowadays, you kind of have to jump into a hit. Am I right? Oh, absolutely. Okay. See, that's what I thought, man. I mean, yeah, it just takes away the impact, right? Like, if you're in the air, it's going to hurt less. My question is, does the Jofinator actually help you, or does the cowboy hat help you out a little more? Uh, the cowboy hat's a lot better. Um, the Jofa was actually a prescription the doctor no, gave him. No, it's them. not. Yeah, it was. That's not true, boys. Uh, the Jofa I had at an early age. Because you were prescribed to it, and your parents gave you away. <laughs> you gotta stop that rumor, Jacob. <laughs> but no, boys, Jofa. You know, I got some extra padding in there. Uh, I got a couple stickers, so like it kind of, kind of helps me, boys. How are those? That's uh, a lie. Quit saying that. That's not a lie. He's full of shit, boys. It's a lie. Hey, boys, so when you guys get to go out to, like, NHL events and stuff like that and you get to work with players hand-in-hand, um, do you guys get to see kind of, like, the actual player side off the ice instead of what they are on the ice? Like, are they kind of just generally, like, mellow guys off the ice? They're, uh, they're a bunch of beauties off the ice. Just, like, playing any locker room, it's – and it's a hockey community. You know, the boys come out of the shell and it's not the typical interviews where they have to answer the questions, like, coach tells them to us again bench next period so yeah no there are a bunch of beauties out there there's a couple duds but 
you know, they're just like, they're not quick enough to pick up on it. Like they'd probably be homeless if they didn't play hockey well. <laughs> it's very a- accurate for sure. No, I can. De- we definitely know that uh, that issue with a couple of guys that we brought on. It's like you you can just talk to certain guys, and you're just like, damn, I have a better conversation from the wall sometimes. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, but do you guys have a signature celly? Uh, yeah, mine obviously is the punt. I'm a big punt guy. Um, I mean, I kind of sell you a lot, so my repertoire is pretty big. You don't uh, even know what that word means. I do. It, it means extensive or <laughs> extensive or ex- well, like when you do it a lot. So, so it's like extensive when I do it a lot, boys. So, uh, but obviously my go-to is the punt. Okay. Now yeah, I got, obviously I got the better sellies. Um, so I usually stick to the harpoon, um, but I'll also break up the flagpole or Twizzler as Jake, well. I'm not talking about when you go to the club. I'm talking about the cellies. Yeah, harpoon. It's dual purpose. Hey, they need loving too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you boys have Stanley Cup predictions? Well, mine was Tampa, but that's out the window. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the whole country is out the window now with that. Yeah, I think, you know, I'm going to – I'm saying yeah. Columbus now. I'm oh, going to go Islanders, man. I'm going to go Islanders. Islanders are hot right now. Don't cop me. Do I'm not what saying about the Leafs? The no, Leafs I'm going to go Boston. Let's go Boston because everyone hates Marshawn. Even, oh, man. Yeah, well, let's hope he doesn't lick anyone this year. That might be a first. Well, Uncle Leo's not on uh, Toronto anymore, right? Who's he got to yeah. play for Uncle Leo? Salty face. Um... Old salty face. Old salt lick. <laughs> salt lick. Hey, um, another question we have for you guys. How do you guys get hooked up with Dwarf Mamba? Um, he's actually a pretty big beauty. Um, he reached out to us. You know, he he's just starting hockey. I think he's only a year or two into his hockey career. Or like three feet or something. <laughs> I tell you, I watched that video last night. I, I literally was I was crying. I was laughing so hard at that video. I, I sent it to Mike right away. Yeah, yeah. We had, we know, we had a lot of problems with him because obviously he – natural like he had a lot of pushback the pads literally says one size fits all when i bought them (laughs) but i might have read it wrong yeah but um but yeah um you know i think we've progressed his game a lot so hopefully he sticks to the fundies and he should have a really big career um one of my last questions for you boys is meat and flour uh act from him uh in between the crease uh, yeah, that was uh, obviously a tough one for me. I definitely took a beating on that one, but I felt bad for your jewels, brother. Oh my god! Yeah, you know that's that's part of it, though. If you're gonna stand in front of the net, you got to be able to take a beating. And for him, I think it really helped out because he went that season, took Vegas in their inaugural season right to the Cup final. Um, and obviously that's thanks to us. You're welcome, Flower. <laughs> so, uh, and you know that's what it takes is being natural beauty like I am. You just got to be able to take some pain like that once in a while to help other people get better. Hey, boys, can we just talk about our record right now? Sure. Flower to the Stanley Cup final. Hopi won the Stanley Cup. Johnny uh, Goudreau. Johnny Goudreau. We we said last year he'd finished the league with, what, 88 points? 86 points. He finished with 85. Unreal. Jack. We, had, we had 10 of our players in the NHL All-Star. Jack Eichel. We released the epi with him. Three days later, he signs an $80 million contract. 
fruit basket, Jack. <laughs> and I think, you know, it's just a huge, like, the Fundies just don't lie, boys. Like, our track rec- record's unreal. Connor McDavid, Grape Chally, 108 points on a losing team. And then again, 110 points this year or something. Still, kids insane. So what, All thanks to the Grape Chally. So basically what you're saying is you guys need to keep going to these events to give these guys good luck. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And can I add in like just two more? Sure. So we worked with the Calgary Stampeders. They go back to back in the Great Cup, lose. We work with them. They win the Great Cup. Yeah. Film with Brett Kissel wins country music album of the year. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I think I'm done here, boys. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. It's kind of one of those, right? It's it's definitely one of those things that you just bring around positivity and good luck. So, hey, if you guys want to go see me one night, let me know. Hell yeah, for sure. <laughs> hey, TJ, do you have anything for the boys? No, I'm good, man. You covered it. Hey, boys. Um, again, thank you tremendously for coming on, taking time out of your day to stop by and talk to us. And we hope you guys nothing but the best and keep in touch, please. Yeah, thank you, boys. No yeah. problem. Thank you for having yep, me. Thank, thank you, guys. Thank you so much, boys. Yep. Hey, hey, when when some more positive thing ha- happens, like they will for sure, you know, we'll give you a call back just to update you guys. Absolutely. Know? Please do all in, Jacob. We definitely love hearing from you guys. All right, boys. Take right, care, boys. Later. Wow. <laughs> Dude, I would love to go on a fucking night, night on the town with those guys. Oh, I'd kill for it. I would literally kill to meet all in, Jacob, just to be. Just to listen to them in person and just fucking shake their hands and be like, dude, I need to buy you a beer. I need to buy Holy both of them. I'd buy them round after round after round just to hear them talk because, like, oh, my God, the shit that they come up with is just too funny. Oh, my God. It's, it, they're, they're fucking typical hockey guys, and you love it. They're, they're just fucking beauties. And, it, like, I could – you could put them on an hour, an hour podcast, and I'd listen to it every day. Yeah. So, real quick, to kind of get on the softer side about those two – um, if a lot of people were asking me before we had them on and they're like, oh, do they really play hockey? Or are they actually like good at hockey and whatnot? Well, I did my research. Um, I actually saw about them where it's called, like, I believe it's called hometown, um, not heroes, but home something. And Ollie and Jacob, they're actually assistant coaches for a Bantam AA team. And the one thing that um, Jacob was saying was he was like, you know, he had a kid, I guess, last year pretty much quit hockey. And he was like, the kid came up to him, pulled him aside, and was like, hey, coach, I just want to let you know, like, because of you and, um, well, the real names, but Ollie and Jacob in reality. So Ollie and Jacob, like I said, are assistant coaches, but uh, one of their players came up to him. The kid apparently quit the year prior. And he said, yeah. if it wasn't for you two, I wouldn't be playing hockey again. So it's kind of one of those things you hear, some, like uh, one of your kids that you coach come up to you and say that. It's like, it's definitely a humbling feeling and, you know, to know them for being the comedians and being the guys that are on the bench, obviously. Right. But to hear that side of them just gives me the utmost respect for them for also be, excuse me, also being a real time coach, having the time travel and still being comedians on the side. It's like, these guys are all around beauties and And they love the game. Yeah. They they truly love the game and they, they just love like being around. So, and when I was watching um, a video about them, I'm like, you know, listen, we're going to give – what they did was they're like um, – they popped a bottle of champagne at the yeah. night, I guess it was. And okay. they said, we're going to give ourselves three years. And if this doesn't work out in three years, then we're going to do something else. And I guess overnight, they just popped off. 
And it was kind of cool because you just really never know what could happen. And for these guys, they're living the life because they're doing what they love every day. Like, oh, absolutely. It, and it's kind of like you and I, you know what I mean? Doing yeah. this. That's what it's, I mean, man. It's we're, just, we're, it's, it's fucking sick to literally like hear them on their perspective. And yet like they come on here, they joke around and whatnot, but at the same time, they just love what they do. And oh, it's kind of one of those things too. It's like, you don't need to make a hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars in your lifetime to be happy in life. Some people do. Don't get me wrong. Some people do. But if you wake up every day with a smile on your face, you want to work and you love what you do and you're making maybe half that who yeah. shit. It's as long oh. as you love what you do. You can support your family and support yourself. It doesn't matter. In my mind, that that's, that's my opinion. I'll stick to that for the rest of my life. No, but and I, I, I definitely agree with you on that, hands down. Um, but the biggest thing with them, too, it's like you watch a lot of their episodes and you they take a beating. And it's just so funny because they're just they're just so, like, energetic about it. And I don't know, man. Like, for a guy to take a puff to the chest or to the nuts or take a stick to the nuts just for – Even even their video, they were they were mimicking Big Buff when he oh. shot he shot the buck off his fucking head. <laughs> yeah, big old buff, man. And it was so messed up, too, because that just looks so painful. Did you, oh. did, t- when I sent you that, 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 uh, when he fucking dwarf mamba, did you, did you cry laughing or no? Cause I fucking, I was dying on my couch. Put it this way. Luckily, I was on the toilet. So I almost Dude, pissed myself and left I was, on the toilet. It just happened. I'm sitting there, right? And Adrian's on one side of me and Maddie's on the other. And I, I'm just like, I'm laughing so hard. She's like, what? And then I played it again. And I laughed harder. Then I played it again for Maddie. And I was laughing even harder. You just gotta watch some of their videos, man. Because, like, just their steez. Like, their style is just a, like, legit A plus grade. Like, I love oh, it. Absolutely it's, love it. It's it's the best. It's the best. <laughs> So I mean, man, if they're ever in Pennsylvania, I don't care what part of PA, I'm driving to go say hi to them. Oh, we have to. We have yeah, to go. There's no doubt in my mind I'll go and check it and show these guys. But um, another thing, too, real quick. So for people that are listening, um, it, we didn't plan on having an episode today. It was just kind of one of those things that time was upon us. And I leave for Georgia tomorrow at 5 a.m. It kind so, of works out. It kind of works out. Yeah, it works out. So – it's one of those things that TJ called me. He's like, hey, can we get all in Jacob on tomorrow? I was like, uh, that's not a question, of course. So yeah. um, for people kind of wondering why we're doing this and not really posting anything about it, like it's kind of all last minute and from yesterday. Um, like I said, it's last minute. It is what it is. Fucking deal with it. I don't know what to tell and, you. And it's also like with the people listening, you know what I mean? Like when you are talking to certain people to get them to come on and, you know, as big as, you know, Oli and Jacob are, and they say, Hey, listen, we could do tomorrow. It's, you got to drop, you got, it's basically got to drop everything and do the, you got to go off of what they can do because you got to think about it. Not saying like, I'm not trying to, I don't know how to say this, but they're bigger guys than us, right? We're the small guys on a totem pole. They're higher up than us. And obviously we're going to cater to them because, we want to talk to them. It's not one of those things like, oh, well, we're going to be stingy. Like, no, 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 that's not going to work. Like, hey, man, whatever works for you guys, we'll, we'll flow with it. It's, yeah, you know, so it's kind of cool because we're flexible with things and we appreciate everyone that listens to be flexible with us. And mm-hmm. hopefully you guys enjoy it. And I know I'm talking to you off about bullshit, but sorry. But it's well, one of, <clears throat> another thing. Go ahead, Tish. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Another thing that I really want to talk about is just kind of like, We've been talking about Stanley Cup playoffs and all that shit, but 
game four tonight for the Tampa Bay, if they blow this, I swear to God, I'm I I don't know what I'm gonna do. I'm just gonna let it happen. Let it happen. It's literally it, it probably is gonna knock out eighty five percent of the people's brackets. Yep, I'm gonna drink an entire bottle of fucking Pepto Bismol and put myself to sleep. It, it's it was, just, and then the last team to do it was, I believe, the Kings in 2014 to come back 3-0. Yeah, and you know who was on that team? And you know who was in net? Yeah. Fucking unbelievable. Johnny Quick in his prime. They had Mike Richards. They had Jeff Carter. They had... Damone Gagne. Anze. Oh, my God, that's right. <laughs> oh, wait, are we talking about Flyers? Are we talking about Kings, though? <laughs> the, the Philadelphia Kings? Yep, never mind. Fuck me. Yeah, man, it's, I don't know. I literally just watched that uh, when we played against Chicago back in, what was it, 2010? Yep. Yeah, and we lost because of um, Michael Layton letting that goal in from yeah. two five on the corner. Yep, still, you know, just nails to a chalkboard to me every time I watch that. It's great. Oh, by the way, did the Mets beat us yesterday? Yeah, they beat us in 11 innings. Reese Hoskins fucking error. Yeah, fuck you, Mets. Whoever's a Mets fan, just unfollow me. Do me a favor. Just don't even talk to me. <laughs> I literally go into work yesterday, and everyone has, like, the game on. I'm like, oh, all right, yeah, it's 3-1. And I look up, Mets are leading. I'm like, oh, great. Bryce Harper, $30 million on second base. Still can't even get a fucking run. Sorry. Just just saying. But anyway, back to life. Uh, biggest thing with these guys, too, is – we don't really. We always try to reach out to people that you guys want us to talk to, and let's be honest, on the bench is kind of one of those things that we wanted to talk to them since we started this thing. In retrospect, because we always had like that kind of like dry sense of humor from TJ and I, just kind of like very blunt, very just like oh, if you're a dick, it's kind of funny. But listening from these guys, just very open minded and very just like. I don't know how to explain how they are. They're just hilarious, man. Like, I love these guys. Like, you know what it is, too, is they got a dry sense of humor that I, I can appreciate, you know, as well as yes. you. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it, and it's, it's almost like it's always sunny in Philadelphia. That's what it's like. Yes. And another thing, too, with them, it's like they go back and forth with each other. Oh, my it, God, it's... dude. When he, he said he broke his fucking mini stick in the, in the hotel room. <laughs> fucking like, what? holy fuck. <laughs> there's so much that i was trying just to keep myself together when he was saying stuff like that when they were making the small talk with each other i i had bet, to and i think the best part the best part about that interview was is the whole fact when you brought up the tip part and they they, they lost it we lost it yeah <laughs> oh man i'll tell you what oh he's a great tipper man great, great tipper. tipper yeah that's not the only thing he tips oh yeah. my god i lost <laughs> What's going on, Tuck? How are you, man? Hey, what's going on, boys? Nothing, buddy. So, how's uh, South, you know, Canada and AKA North Dakota? South Canada's good. It's actually warming up here. I think it's like a whopping fifty-five degrees right now. Yeah, your truck, maybe you your truck packed, ready to come back, or what? Oh God, I'm waiting. I literally sat down today and I wrote down all the information, all the prices, getting it figured out. You're right, so I can actually get the hell out there and live comfortably. I love it. I love so, it. When do we get to see you again? So, man, with a plan here, I will for sure be there for the roller hockey tournament. I want to play roller with us? Oh, Lord. 
Yeah, I thought that was the plan. You were giving me shit That's about it last podcast. Hey, man. That's Listen, the plan. It's your world. I'm just living in it. Yeah, man. Get used to uh, it. I kind of am. But, hey, yeah, I'm fine with that. I, listen, let's give me, you, TJ, King Allentown. Who else? Your buddies? Al- Allen's, going, Allen's going to be a fucking moral support. Dude, I can't wait. I don't get to have me roll away. What a bitch. He's got he's to – listen, do you – did you hear the episode about him in Emma play days or no? No, I need, I forgot about that. How did that go? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, how he, he always, he wore his fucking suit underneath his fucking equipment. <laughs> so, so as soon as the game was the over, he took man. everything off and fucking left. He didn't even have to shower. Oh, that's so gross. Yeah. That's so gross though. You're just gross. What? What? What the fuck was that? What? <laughs> you all right? Sounds like, like he just got abducted by aliens. Like, yeah, oh, right. Dude, we'll come back to you with Tucker. Getting fucking anally probed over there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's that? Oh, sorry. Don't look around. Fuck. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tucker. What are you on Mars right now? He's, he's huh? in fucking South Canada. Yeah, he doesn't oh, have I swear to God. He, he's the type of kid that, ha- that literally fucking uses tin. I'm in North Dakota. It's about the closest it up in thing a straight to like fucking rod, puts it above his head, hopes for signal. <laughs> oh, my God. It probably could be. Honestly, this is close enough to the border where it could be an international call. I'm telling you right now, you're on your own fucking island right now. Yeah, it probably America. could be. Yeah. Right here. Practically our own little nation. Nobody knows about us. Or <laughs> Sorry, tunnel. What? Yeah, if only there was any fucking water around here, we would be an island. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Holy um, shit. <laughs> poor Tuck. Hey, Tuck. Hey, big big news in July. Big news in July here with Tucker. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big 21. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tucker... Tucker, game set match. <laughs> you know, like I've kind of been itching for it oh, for a God. while, so I'm ready. ready but <laughs> you, I, I hear Mike. Well, I hear Mike pulls the trigger every time too. So yeah, Mike and I can hand. just go pull the trigger Listen, together. And call it it, it's meant to happen. It's meant to happen. I'm just saying, as long as you come back and finish through, you're good. I'll tell you what. When I'm well, exactly puking. Listen, exactly. My thing is, right, if I know I'm about to pull the trigger, absolutely let bombs loose, Pearl Harbor that bitch all over again, right? I just I, – I give TJ the look. He, he, he I know knows. the look, man. <laughs> he, he just looks and he's like, uh-oh. And I'm like, yep, it's coming. And then, you know, my whole thing is run to the urinal. I have a signature move. It's going to sound kind of gross, but don't yell at me. Uh, you know, whip it out, right? You're at the urinal. You got to pee. So just throw it up all in the urinal and then just pee it all down. Boom. No one would ever know you even threw up. No, man. I tell you, though, the, the the fucking greatest moment, though, is we're at the fucking bar in Boston, right? And Mike, <laughs> Mike said, I already told this fucking story a thousand times. I'll say it again. It's a matter. Mike's like, I got to go pull the trigger. I'm like, all right. So he's gone for a while. I don't know where the fuck he goes. I'm like, all right, fuck it. I got to go take a piss. All the urinals were taken. I jump in a fucking, I jump in the stall where the toilet was. I'm literally, I have my fucking dick in my hand and fucking two <laughs> drinks in the other, taking a piss, right? And I hear, yo, flogger. And I'm like, is this God? 
like, I didn't know who the fuck it was because I'm like, I'm in Boston. Who the fuck knows me in Boston? And he's like, it's me, Mike. <laughs> like, creepy as fuck. You know, the ceiling is, like, touching your fucking head. Like, it was a, you were in a fucking basement of, like, this fucking industrial building. Yeah, so that's the night we snuck Was that the Fenway. same trip as Fenway? Yes. Nice. Yes. It was a fucking that that was a great time sneaking in there. Yeah, that was oh my god. That was <laughs> right on. Mike goes, he's like, No, nah, we're not we, we can't get in there. I go, trust me, Mike. I'm like, just follow my lead. Boys, <laughs> did we get in three, there? Right. Three minutes later, we're fucking walking in Fenway. Yep, that was uh, that was kind of one of those things that you can't like really pass on that opportunity you just gotta do it gotta go yeah look at shooter mcgavin oh, you gotta give it a it's shot fun. shooters gotta shoot man but yeah no boston was always oh my yeah God. boston was a great experience south oh, carolina Boston's was great north yeah north carolina was great or oh, north carolina same shit they should just no, make I, it carolina going back you know you know i and i got the utmost respect and thankful for phil and Dever for what they did for us you know what i mean oh yeah that's yeah, that that's the biggest thing is like you have oh, to absolutely. you know give them kudos for everything that they did for us and looked out for us, especially oh, when everything went down. Absolutely. But uh, it's kind of one of those things. Yeah, they could have jumped was, ship on us funny. a thousand times over and they never did. Like they no, could have just screwed and, us and over very, any way they possible. Were very and they just didn't they, do that. they loved the game. They, they they wanted what was best for everybody and to the end, you know, with the whole thing with the appeal with USA hockey, they went to the end, man. You know? Yep. No, and that's the biggest thing. It's like you need an owner to always have your back. If they don't, there's no point of working for them. Well, not at all, not at all. And and they had my back from from day one since they hired. You know when they hired me, and when when shit went when shit went down. You know what I mean? It's they told me they're like, listen, we're gonna take care of you and your family. And you know, fortunate enough, you know, before they sold the revolution and the rink and everything, is. You know, they sent myself and all of our guys over there, and it, I, I'm very thankful for that. Yeah, and you, that's the biggest thing, man. It's like at least as long, blah, 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 blah. as long as you get to play and as long as you guys get to coach, that's all that matters. You know what I mean? And it's not like they just, you know, swept you in a rug and let you go. So, no, it was fun. It was it was a good time. You know, I, I had fun with, you know, came over with and the new guys we met. You know, it was – it, it was a great, it was a great experience, you know, in the end, but it was kind of fucking rough, not knowing what you were getting yourself into. Yeah. And and, and that's the thing. You just really didn't know, especially like being a new team in the EHL, like you just don't know what you're walking into, especially for that shit show that we walked into. Oh, but uh, but I, I'll tell you, Mike, I do it all over again. Oh yeah. In a heartbeat. I, I like, do it in a heartbeat. I just wish we had, you know, the right amount of time, the right amount of like the right type of guys, it would have been a different ball game. Oh, absolutely! But absolutely. So it's kind of one of those things, man. Like, uh, man, um, I don't know. It's just it's aggravating too because like we never really had like the real opportunity to like shine, I should say, or really like go out and try to find kids. So. No, and it, it, it that's what sucked, but it, it really did, but it didn't because, like, you – and we said this before. We touched on it is how, you know, I was always working, trying to get kids in, and I did. I, I got – you know, we had, you know, 
call-ups from other EHLP teams or kids coming into filling like Max and Joey and yeah man and that's and that's what it was and you know and I I had a discussion here with Keyshawn about it and he's like you know yeah we were 0 and 20 like why are you busting my balls that you know I didn't give I didn't give my effort nobody else gave their effort we went 0 and 20 it's it's not even about that it's it's the fact that nobody bought into the system at all for three periods yeah. for a solid three periods no one bought in you know when we did it it worked when you know individuals wanted to do it and do their own fucking thing that's what it is and that's that's the key of fucking junior hockey and success is you got to buy in what the coach says no matter what you'll get your fucking chances i said that to him a thousand times i said you're not a fucking goal scorer you're a fucking power you'll get your fucking chances and no and he didn't listen to me didn't listen to me and how many points did he end up with with the rev he probably had up one better than me (laughs) (laughs) but no in reality you're right though like if you guys like especially for the younger guys that are coming up in that are 16 um going to try out for junior something like that you have to even if you don't like the system even if you don't agree with it just trust the guy because he's getting paid for it and if you want playing time, you kind of have to, you know, buy in the system. If you're not buying in the system and the coach realizes that, guess who's sitting? Your asses. So, and Mike, I'll tell you, and, and, and what cracks me up is I ran a one-two-two stagger. Yeah. Remember? Yep. A one-two-two stagger, which created a one-four stagger, right? Yep. And you look in the playoffs these days, and you even this year, in the playoffs now, when they have a lead, like a two goal lead, most of these teams are running a one, two, two stagger in the neutral zone. Yeah. But that's- so, you know, and they're looking at me like I'm fucking nuts. It doesn't work. It fucking works, kids. It works. A solid trap in, in retrospect. Like, it's really a neutral zone trap. Teams that's all it really is. Like, you just have your one, your number one four checker go balls to the wall, try to make them cough the puck up. And then you get your, fir- your two wingers or whoever your two, like, support guys are, just literally support. Yeah. Wait for them to cough it up. Wait for them to throw it away. And then that's when you guys dip in. Like, I don't know. I could talk about that for days. But, unfortunately, I can't today. But, other than that, I mean, you guys, a lot of guys that are growing up and playing, like, even just simple youth hockey or even at, like, in-house hockey, you guys got to realize, like, have fun with it right now. Until you're 14 to, I would say, 16, have fun with it until then. It's one of those things until you're like, unless you're going to private lessons, unless you're going to like, you're paying for, you know, camps and stuff like that at the age of 10 and you know, you're going to go play triple A or you're going to go play somewhere really good. Other than that, enjoy hockey for what it is because it's an awesome sport. It truly is. And even when you go, yeah. And even when you're hanging the skates up and you're going to go play men's league, it's still a great game. Like no matter oh, how, how dude, are, I tell you, I, I, Mike, I'll tell you that that Labatt's tournament I played in a month last month, fucking mm-hmm. probably the best fucking five games I played in in a while since I was yeah. younger. It yeah. was very, very fucking competitive. Like we came out and won the whole thing. It was awesome, but yep. it was it was very competitive. Like the guys we played with, it was like like we fucking knew each other for years when it was just a team thrown together. That's how it should be, man. That's yeah, why, that's why I love hockey. You just never know. But um, hey, T, you got anything else, brother? Nah, man, I just want to touch on uh, the whole AT8 hockey. Yep, go for it. Uh, guys, great company in Switzerland. Go check out their Instagram. It's at 
A, A as in Apple, T as in Thomas, 8 Hockey. A-T-8 Hockey. Go check them out on Instagram. They got great apparel. They got gloves, sticks. They're coming out with some good things in June, and, you know, we're going to be able to, you know, hopefully test them out, you know, here here in the near future for them to, you know, give the good word here in the States. But, you know, go give them a follow. Go give them feedback on their pictures. Let them know what 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 they got to do to improve or how to make things better. And the guys, the guys of beauty, man, that I talk to all the time, and he he just he loves he loves hockey, he loves the podcast, and loves hearing about himself. So, I mean, I, I to me, I want to get him on one day. So, you know, I wouldn't say no. I, I if, yeah. and that's the thing, especially with like, especially even with Goodwood or even Bear Beer to other oh, sponsors. Yeah. I would love to have. I would love to have those guys on for sure. And, and that's the thing. It, we love just spreading the love, and for you guys to do the same, that would be awesome. So if you go either to um, AT8, their website. Or also, I'm gonna talk to my ne- uh, talk about my next two sponsors real quick, and then you can go from there. But yep, um, Kelly, she runs Goodwood Hockey. If you guys want some sick merchandise, such as like awesome T-shirt designs, go to GoodwoodHockey.com. The sick part about Kelly's company, uh, each season, Goodwood Hockey actually uh, features a specific d- design that benefits charity. Um, and this season, it's water. So every time you purchase a shirt. Uh, oh, excuse me. Every time you purchase a shirt called Live Love Hockey, a donation will be made to um, a charity for water. And I think that's extremely important because we do need clean water around the uh, globally. And if, you know, a lot of people don't have clean water, then they're kind of screwed. And if you guys go to goodwoodhockey.com um, and, you know, go to their about page and see what they're actually about. It's an awesome company to be a part of. And we're grateful about that. And last but not least, can't forget about Bear Beards. Bear Beards has been one of our original sponsors since day one, since we started. Um, Bear Beards, if you go to Etsy.com, if you guys need to order anything, that's where you go. Etsy.com, type in B-A-R-E, Beards. And they have all your beer bomb, um, beer bombs, oils. Um, they have chapstick. They have uh, T-shirts, combs, you name it. So, at the end of your order, um, make sure you type in Gong Show 10 as a promo code. You'll get 10% off your entire order from us. So, again, go to Etsy.com, type in Bear Beards for any orders. Um, if you want to give them a look on Facebook to give them a solid review, go there as well. So, again, it's B-A-R-E, Beards. Um, so, give them some love as well. But other than that, we really appreciate, once again, you guys tuning in. And hopefully you enjoyed this episode with On the Bench. Um, stay tuned. Stay dusty, Mike. Stay dusty, brother. Yep, bye.